we have been talking about the cost of discipleship. Someone say that, say that the cost of discipleship. Now, we've been using the heading preparation, making the shift. And what I mean by preparation, making the shift, we're talking about getting to that place where everyone and everything is subordinate to the call and the cause of Christ. Get into that place to where everyone and everything is subordinate to the call and the cause of Christ. Not that they are not important, Brother Damien, but they're not above or seated higher in my life than Christ. So we, we, it, we're talking about removing all those things that would preclude Christ from sitting at the head or above everyone else in my life. Then we also said that making disciples is very important. And the reason why this is important is because it is the Lord's method whereby we were commissioned to spread the good news. And one of the fallacies that has been uh, perpetrated, if you will, throughout the church is that we have been good at making everything but disciples. So egos are growing, but the kingdom is experiencing slow growth because we have focused on making everything but disciples. And we were told to make, the commission was to make disciples. And I submit, and we're going to see this, and I submit to you that if you will become a disciple first, the leadership, the being sending out will come from that. And that's, and I said some time ago, from a biblical standpoint, you, when, you were, when you left a church, you were either excommunicated for teaching heresy or disrupting the church, or you were sent out. And we have people now, uh, they went out or going out about their own and have no, not only do they have no biblical uh, uh, proof to substantiate the, their wanderings, but there is no covering. And I submit to you that a lot of it comes out of men of God not understanding being a student first, being a disciple first. Are you with me? So making a disciple is important because it is the Lord's chosen method of spreading the good news of salvation through Christ Jesus. And you can see that in Matthew 28, 19. Uh, let, let me read one verse because I, I want to get into this. Luke 14, 25, to, to get some context on this, you can go back to the previous weeks. Now, a, now large crowds were going along with Jesus, and he returned to them and, he turned to them and said, if anyone comes to me, and does not hate his own father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters. Yes, even his own life in the sense, again, of indifference to or relative to disregard in comparison with him, his attitude toward him. He cannot be my disciple. Do you see this? So he's not saying to literally hate your family. But in comparison, your love for Christ is so great that it looks as if you hate your family. Now, notice, uh, write this down, and I want to, I, I, I want, 
to repeat it so it can get into you. Again, that word disciple is from the Greek word mathetes, and it literally means a student, a learner. A disciple is someone, and I share with you in the past that every religion has disciples or students of that particular religion. Are you here? So a disciple is a follower of someone who, let me slow down, is a, a disciple is a follower, someone who, listen to this, adheres completely to the teachings of another, making them his rule of life and conduct. So for the believer, it, uh, we, we are students who adhere completely to the teachings of Christ, and we learned this last week, and Christ alone. And Christ's teachings, his word, is what governs our lives and our conduct. Are you here? A true disciple is an ardent student, is someone who is intensely devoted. Again, we have Christians and we have Christians, Christian disciples. What the body of Christ needs is more Christian disciples. And just because you are a Christian does not mean that you are a Christian disciple. You may be a good Christian. You, you may have a good prayer life and you, you may love Jesus, but that doesn't mean that you are a Christ disciple. You should be by the very, uh, by the very nature of having a relationship with Christ. But you have to be, see, you're not born again into discipleship. You have to be made a disciple. <laughs> are you here? So true disciples are those who are intensely devoted. They're eager as well as enthusiastic. If you remember the Pharisees, and I shared it last week, they prided in being disciples of Moses. Again, there are those who have Whatever your school of thought is, that means you are a disciple of that individual. Are you here? But biblically speaking, a Christian believer, again, is a disciple of Christ, Crystal, and Christ alone. Not a little bit of Jesus and a little bit of this. Not a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and a little bit of this, because everybody has some truth. Yeah, although some may have some truth. Jesus is the embodiment of all truth. <laughs> so the Christian disciple, the Christian disciple that is, completely adheres to the teachings of Jesus and they make Christ number one priority in their lives. And they, listen to this, they live accordingly. So a true disciple minister, might, they make Christ Number one, they live accordingly and they make disciples. You see that? Because Christ is number one. His agenda, his purpose is going to be number one. You see, again, being a disciple is more than just, see, the mere fact that you are a student and you are learning about the Christ that you serve. You then begin to adopt the lifestyle that he lives. And you live like he lived. You love 
like he loves. You have compassion just as he has compassion. And you uh, uh, go about seeking and saving just as he did. See, it's about adopting those characteristics. I'm living like he lived. And I submit to you, that's why we see Christians and we see Christian disciples. Because the disciple is going to look more like Christ than the ordinary Christian. Because the disciple has become a student. They have learned his ways. They understand his will, his purposes, and those things are what governs or guides his or her life. And see, Christians, you have Christians who are out here doing a little bit of everything. But the disciple leads a disciplined life. Why? Because I am a student of this man. Understand this. Let me say something. Uh, when Jesus used the metaphor of, I think it's in verse 28, of a building of a tower and going to war, and how one should sit down and count the cost first. Let me let me share this with you. Uh, go to verse 28. For which of you, for which one of you, when he wants to build a tower, watchtower for his guards, does not first sit down, calculate the cost to see if he has enough to finish it. It, it, notice it says how one does not sit down first and count the cost. I'm, I just wanted to throw this in here. He's not asking us to count the cost as if we have a choice. He's not saying, you know, man, if you, you know, if you consider being a disciple, you know, you really need to think about this as if we have a He's not saying it under that wise brother more. What he's doing, rather, he's letting us know that there is a cost to being a disciple. He's not saying this like I have an ultimatum, like I can be a disciple or I can just be a regular old Christian. No, that's not what he's saying. He said, no, there's a cost to this, and you need to understand that. That's what he's saying. And some have took that minister to be like, you know, I'm not ready for that yet. That's not what he's saying. No, he used a metaphor to show you the seriousness of what it takes to be a disciple. That's why in the very first verse, he said, man, listen, if you don't love, I mean, if you don't hate father, mother, sister, no, no, it's, again, he said, my cause, me, my agenda has to be superior, above everything else. So he's letting us know that there is a cost to being a disciple. See, you got to remember, the edict was to go, therefore, and make. You get it? To go, therefore, and make disciples. So it, it, that's why you hear me saying throughout this teaching, it should be that every believer is a Christian or Christ disciple. But some haven't become students to the degree where they allow Christ to govern their lives. Oh, yeah. And just, you know, I've been saying this and I wanted to get to it. You've heard me say that they were called disciples before anything else. <laughs> Make disciples. 
Did we talk about, did, did I give you some of the definitions of a student? Okay, yeah. Then you can write this down. Something else, a disciple is humble. A disciple, Brother Damien, is one who walks in humility. See, you have put Christ above and made yourself Lord. Notice, notice he said, we'll come back to verse 25. Yea, even his own life. Matthew talks about, if you want to be my disciple, you know, he talks about those who lose their life. Those who want to save their life will lose it. Talking about chasing after worldly things. And those who lose, lose their life. Well, I says, because you have sacrificed your life. That's how you get everlasting life. See, that's humility. I'll show you. But they were called disciples before anything else. And I wanted to say this because, again, You've heard me say that we have been good at making everything else. There's nothing wrong with making good leaders, making good this, making good that. But the concentration has been so focused on making good all of these other things, and we have not learned how to be students and disciplined followers. So just as soon as I feel like I learned three Bible chapters, it's time for me to set forth in my ministry. I'm ready now for worldwide evangelism or ministry. Why? Because I have a national audience through social media. Are you here? And we have not learned how to be disciples. It's quiet. So the followers of Jesus were called disciples long before they were called, and I told you that, even Christians. Are you here? Let me show you something. Matthew, then too, their discipleship began with the call. That's why one of the first things we need to learn once we become part of a ministry is understanding discipleship. I think we do it, I haven't done it in a while, but didn't we used to do a discipleship one-on-one? Now it's time for some of you others who are students can do that. I don't even need to teach that anymore. Y'all can do that now. But Matthew, let me show you something. Matthew 9 and 9, Amplified Version. See, <laughs> There has to be significant time spent here because we have to learn how to be students, learners. And see, what happens out of that, you are matured and growth comes to that, man of God, from being a student. So since we haven't learned how to be students, the egos get in the way. And we think we know more than the teacher. But a student is not above. It, it, oh, man, I could go somewhere with that. It, it, it's, it's not the credentials that qualifies you. 
It's the call. Huh, I stepped in something there. It's not the credentials. It's the call. Thank God for whatever credentials we have and still getting. It's not that. It's the call that you want to follow, the anointing. Are you with me? So you have to note the difference between the people's choice and God's choice. See, see, Israel was so thirsty for a king that they didn't want God's choice. No, we want Saul. He has this. He looks like that. He says this. And, says that. and the Lord allowed that to happen. But David was God's choice. And what we have people doing now, Atlanta's finest, Chelsea, good to see you. Watch this. What we have individuals doing now is following uh, 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 people who are the people's choice, but not God's anointed. And we know by our text that crowds doesn't mean that everybody is followers of Christ. Jesus tells us that. Some are just spectators and instigators. Are you here? So, so now we follow uh, 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 uh uh, and, and now we're trying to follow influence and, 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 and culture. No, 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 no. It's the anointing that you want to. Does this man have God's anointed? Is she anointed? So there's a difference between the people's choice and God's choice. And you, you have to remember now, Saul was God's. Uh, uh, he, he, God allowed it because that's what the people wanted. You hear? You can find that in 1 Samuel 12, around, around verse 13. Now, you, you got to remember now, Saul, he, he served God for a while. However, uh, he would not obey God's command. Then, then to make a long story short, in the end, he became very wicked. Yeah. And, and, see, when people follow their own desires, Wicked behavior is the usual result. Y'all missing this. Talking about discipleship. See, see, again, we've gotten evangelism confused. We just think discipleship going to no, be a student first and you will be more effective at evangelism. When people follow their own desires, wicked behavior is the usual result. Are you here? I say that. Let, let me show you something. Luke 9, 23. And, and see, when, when we don't focus on making disciples, we, we, what we do, we create individuals with inflated egos who become self-seeking vultures out to satisfy their own interests. Luke 9, 23, amplified. Notice, no, they wanted Saul, but he had some ulterior motives. This man got so bad one time, he looking for mediums. You better watch who you following. 
We, when we prophesy, we prophesy by the word of the Lord. I'm not giving you something somebody on the 800 line done told me. You want something that comes directly. God. Not somebody who, who's Googling and doing this foolery. See, see, when it's not authentic, you have to fabricate. You have to make up. You steal from others. Because there's nothing in you to really, no, no. no. So let me mimic him. Let me mimic her. But there's no anointing on it. You can mimic all day, but that doesn't make you, again, it's not the credentials. It's the call. And he was saying to them all, if anyone wishes to follow me as my disciple, he must deny himself, set aside what? See? Since they were made, uh, many, since they don't know how to become disciples, you know, what? there's some hidden agendas. Are you here? So we look for the wrong things. That this is good. The worship is good. And it may be true. That this is good. And it may sound good. The word, it may be a good word. But there's a major difference between a good word and an anointed word. A good word may stir you up emotionally. Hey, gosh, yeah. But an anointed word would change the course of your life. I don't just want to feel good. I want to feel good and go in the right direction. You, you remember when Samuel was sent uh, to Jesse's house for David? Let me show you the difference. E -e even Samuel was looking at the appearance. Oh, he must be, oh, look at him. And see, that's what we do. We start sizing people up by their credentials. Is he anointed? Has he been qualified? So Jesse had all his sons to pass before Samuel. But the, the horn of all, I, I can't pour it. <laughs> Is there anybody else? Well, I do have one keeping sheep. Fetch him. Hitherto. So when David came, the horn of oil. See, God's choice carries the anointing. So, so when David came, the horn of all, which represents the anointing, the presence and power of the Spirit of God, was on David. The scripture says from that day onward. So there's a difference between, between what? The, you got the people's choice and I want God's choice. Are you here? How do we get on that? Let's go back. Where were we at? At Matthew? We're at Matthew 9 and 9. 
I want to show you how once I become a part of the sheepfold, that's why even with the tribal sessions and anything that we got going to see, all that's part of being a student. Let me get that information while I'm learning. Getting some discipline. Are you here? And Jesus, as Jesus went on from there, he saw a man named Matthew sitting in the, uh, the tax collector's booth, and he said to him, follow me. Do you see this? As my disciple, accepting me as your master and teacher, walking in the same path of what? Life that I walk. Do you see this? And what happened? And Matthew got up and followed him. Follow me as my no, he didn't say follow me as my apostle first. See, learn of me. Know my ways. Are you here? Notice he said, go therefore and make disciples. And that great commission of our Lord, it still remains today. And you can see that in Matthew 28, 19. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations. I'm reading from the Amplified. Watch this. Help the people learn of me, believe in me, and obey my words. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit. Again, they were called what? Disciples before they were called prophet is so-and-so, prophet so-and-so, apostle so-and-so, evangelist so-and-so. Disciples. And we got a lot of rebels out here with fancy titles, but no discipline, no covering, no structure, no. That's why, you know, they'll cut and steal and eat from your table. They want to hunt their own game some more. Let me steal from your plate. And I submit to you, if you really got a call, God could set you in a desert. You're not worried about it. I know that in case you didn't know, Pastor, and I, we've always followed God. That's why it's a little, little. So, so, so it, it, it wasn't hard for me or for us, minister, when it was time to sever ties with other organizations. No, no, no. Hey, hey it's all, it's being God anyway. Not tied to no man. Are you here? I, don't, I can't count the people I don't had to send back to their pastors. See, when you're greedy, you'll take whatever. Talk about other pastors, put other folk down, and do everything you can. Thinking, but, but see, here's the when there's no anointing, you can do all of that. And it'd be short-lived. Get some anointing. Are you here? So the church has been guilty of majoring and making leaders who have not learned how to be disciples. In leadership, I submit to you, kingdom leadership, authentic kingdom leadership, man, man of God, is born out of being a disciple first. Pastor, show me that. Are you here? Well, let's try to find some of this then. 
In Mark 10, let me get 41 through 45. Jesus, he, he, he gives a lesson on the greatness of serving. Boy, that clock, I don't, that clock is just, just going. <laughs> he, he gives a lesson on, notice the greatness is in, where's it at? Greatness is in serving. Greatness is in, was, was it at Vista? Serving. Where's it at? It's in, the, it's in the title. You know how y'all walk around calling me up? Even whatever's been prophesied over me years ago, I, I, still, I'm cool with pastor, man. I, I know what's on my life, but I don't. Y'all do it all the time. Hey, Paul, hey, Bishop. Do you, I don't stud any of that. That doesn't inflate my ego. Are you here? It's serving, man. Be humble. Some can't even talk to you. Just get bent all out of shape. He, he didn't call me prophet. Call me by my name. Call me, call me Bud. It's prophet Bud. Here's what we remember. Everybody hasn't been a student and don't understand protocol. So you have to understand, perhaps she doesn't know. So I'm not going to charge it to her heart. But I'm not going to get bit out of shape. No, dress me as an apostle. Okay. <laughs> Y'all remember James and John, you know, uh, asked Jesus, you know, uh, when he sits on his glorious throne, they wanted to sit. Watch this. They wanted to sit in places of honor next to him, one on the right and another on the left. Y'all remember that? Well, go back and read it. So, so now, 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 watch this. They were wanting to sit in places of honor. Write this down. The Holy Spirit said this to me some weeks ago. What we have now, we have a lot of people who want to sit in places of honor while never having learned how to sit in a place of humility. See, these boys were wanting to be seated in a place of honor, but didn't understand Jesus is like, that's not my call to make. Are you here? And sometimes, again, you hear people now talking about sitting at the table and all that. L listen, if you humble yourself, there will be more tables than you need to sit at. I make my own seat. Where's that at? If you live right, the Lord will prepare a table for you in the presence of See, see, that's the problem. We trying to create. No, no, no. J just walk right. He'll create the table and the seat. Is this four? So a lot of people want to sit in places of honor, but haven't learned how to sit in place of humility. That's a nugget. Show you. Verse 41, when the, when, when the other ten disciples heard what James and John had asked them, they were in the, what? These fools done asked them. They done messed it up for everybody. <laughs> so, so Jesus called them together and said, 
you know the rulers in this world lord over it, lord over their people, and officials flaunt their authority over those. You have that in the church. People flaunting, again, because they haven't learned discipleship, Crystal. So they flaunt their titles. <laughs> Are you here? Mm, 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 mm. So they flaunt their authority over people. Even talk to grown people, people older than them like they're children. Man, I, hey, listen. Respect people. Degrade people and demeanor people and belittle people because you have a, a position that you stepped in by choice. Not anointing. What what in sent <laughs> but went. Verse 43, but among you it would be different. This would be different among us. Whoever, I'm, I'm, I don't know what, I, not, I'm not sure what translation, but maybe it's the NIV because they actually use the word leader. Verse uh, 30, uh, 43, but among you it would be different. Whoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant. Do y'all see this? Put the NIV up here. Notice he says, whoever wants to be A leader, do you see this, must what? Be your servant first. So if we're talking about becoming a leader, before you get high, get low first. Learn how to uh, see, put away your selfish interest. Oh, boy. And whoever wants to be first among you must be what? The slave of everyone else. For even the Son of Man came not to what? Be served, but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom for many. So I submit to you that leadership, daughter, is born out of being a servant, understanding servanthood first. Which comes to being a student, by way of being a student. And see, these things that you learn as a student, how to walk in humility. And see, again, people have been taught how to do this, but they don't understand humility. So egos is the motivating force behind a lot of, are y'all here? And see, your ego, back to what Pastor was saying earlier, will make you think you are qualified to do something that you have no anointing to do. That's why, listen, when the anointing is on you, you're not threatened, man of God. You're not intimidated because you know that this came by way of a call. This wasn't a choice. It was chosen. Many a call. Well, few are chosen. Oh, boy. Oh, this is so good to me. So discipleship requires a totally committed life. 
Notice in Luke 14, 33, any one of you who does not give up everything, he cannot be my disciples. Let me end with this too. Not all of Jesus' followers were able to make such a commitment. See, a, a, a disciple is one who continues in the word. See, you can be a disciple today and because you've allowed other things to get in the way and become sidetracked, that Jesus is no longer the only voice or the only one that you heed to or allow to govern your life. Now you, you allow a little bit of this, you put a little of that in. You put so, so, so now he's no longer first. So now when certain things are said, since you can't handle it, you do like the, uh, what we're about to see now, those who walked away. Are you here? This is found in John. Let me see. John chapter 6. Around, give me, start around verse 66. Uh, Y'all know right after he fed the 5,000, watched this walked on the water. Uh, then he said to some, he said, they were looking for him. He said, man, you, you seek me because you saw the thing, you saw the signs. I'm sorry. He said, you seek me not because you saw the signs, but because you ate of the loaves and were filled. In other words, you're not seeking me because of the signs. It's the material things. It's the physical things, the fleshly things that I provide. That's what you... You want stuff. Then he said, don't labor for food that perishes. Watch this. But for food which leads to eternal life. Talking about himself. So there was Jews who asked Jesus for a sign that it was sent from God. Listen. If you're sent, it will, listen. It's going to exude out of you. Mind you, they just experienced. Now, the 5,000 was more than that. Are you here? Uh, uh, and you've heard us talk, teach years ago. Uh, not including the women and the children. So if you include everybody, I think the total was around 15,000 that were fed. Are you here? So, so now they just seen these things. So and you, and then they begin to say, you know, like, you know, they tell Jesus, what well, God gave us men are doing the, the desert wanderings. And Jesus responded by telling them this. Ask for the true bread from heaven that gives life. Okay? And when they ask for this bread, and I'm, I'm going somewhere because, you know, we... we once we start deviating from being that student, see, a, a learner, you, you, don't, you can't exhaust learning. Amen. Or at least, well, there's about two who reach that peak. I, you know, there's always two. There's always two that, that reach it in their own minds. But learning is lifelong. So you, you should not cease from being a disciple. 
So you don't, arrive, you don't get to the place where you say, I, I can retire now from being a disciple. Are you here? So when they ask Jesus for this bread, he starts them all, and here we go again, if y'all remember this from last week, he starts by saying, I am. Oh, I love that. See, they knew what he was saying. He was claiming deity. The bread of life. Remember, I am is the covenant name of God, or Yahweh. So, again, he was claiming this. I am. Are you here? And again, that phrase speaks of self-sufficient existence. Or aseity, what theologians call it. Mean, meaning having no source other than self. I am. The self-sufficient one. self Existent one. Are you here? <laughs> then he goes on down and goes on down. And now I'm getting you to a place where there are those who couldn't understand. They were in the flesh what he was saying. And let's see what happened. And see, that, that's why, uh, again, a disciple, talking about Christ's disciple, is a, a student of Christ and Christ alone. So before you try to adopt other nonsense, learn, listen, and I'm about to show you, if you become a student of Christ, you will not search for another, nor you will realize that there is no other. Why? Because he is, I am, the way, the truth, and the life, not one of many sorts of other ways. I am the door, not doors. One of the doors. An alternative option. Door, man. Verse 66, as a result of this, many of his disciples abandoned him and what? No longer walked with him. Do y'all see this? Verse 67, so Jesus said to the 12 disciples, see, see there are other disciples. So again, a, a, a true disciple is one who continues in his word. And I submit, if these other followers were continuing in his word, they would not allow what he was saying to become sidetracked by what he said. Themselves become sidetracked by what he said. Jesus said to the 12 disciples, you do not want to leave too, do you? Do y'all see this? Oh, I love what Peter said. Simon Peter answered, Lord, to whom shall we go? Yeah, we've been saying this. You, oh, oh, y'all, we've been hearing this echo throughout the last couple weeks. You alone have the words of eternal life. You are our only hope. Do you see this? No, you see, you alone. Which could suppose now, it's not written, but it could suppose that there were others who perhaps may felt like there, there could be some others. I gotta say, you alone. Which suggests that perhaps, you know, some were thinking that, yeah, well, he, he ain't the only way. 
Remember all those who came before me were thieves. <laughs> you alone have the words of eternal life. You are our only hope. Verse 69, we have believed, confidently trusted, and even more, we have come to know. See, here it is. By personal observation and experience that you are the Holy One of God. The Christ. Son. The living God. Do you see this? And my point is, we have to start at the basics and understand becoming a learner first. A disciple first. That's why you should acquire. See, then too, a, a student is disciplined with his or her time. Are you here? Now, we follow our leaders as they follow Christ. Not, and when I understand that, I'm going to follow God's order. I'm not trying to follow Pastor Tracy Rex and follow who, follow who, follow who. Which is called to be the voice over you. Hey, you have a lot of teachers, but not many fathers. Are y'all here? Peter knew, man, that there's nobody else. You have to know who you are called to. And sometimes we become part of the ministry and we never, we don't understand. Watch this. We don't understand. Every series, well now everything's digital. Before it went digital, you should go in my office. Any series Bishop got out, guess what? I got it. Because I, I want to know what my father is saying. His books, I have them. What's your past? Who are you following? What is she saying? And I submit to you, anything you want to know, you, you could go as far as back anything on whatever we got, whatever devices and little knickknacks. Y'all know how to get on it. And find there's something. If you have a question, you, it might, you might have to go back two years. That's just what I needed. But we're so busy for some trying to become students of everybody other than who we're called to. And one of the dangers of that, you can end up following the people's choice and not God's choice. See, you want to be where God's choice resides. Are you here? But we have to learn how to become, j j just think about it. You look at some of your friends, just whoever. It's, it's so many inflated egos because we have majored on the wrong thing. We have really created monsters and no disciples. Are you here? And Jesus says it. You know, as early as I said, people, they'll still. Those who went another way, notice, who are 
going another way, those were the thieves and the robbers. What do thieves do? They steal. Don't want to work for it like you did. Let me go snatch what you've already labored for. But what's been my philosophy all along is, minister, this has been my philosophy. Uh, if it's God, you can't go anywhere. That's it. Anybody else, I just figured they wasn't sent from God. <laughs> now, that don't mean some may get sidetracked, but they usually come back because I kicked past, I ran and left. I couldn't stay away. Are you here? Happens all the time. So, so, so do what, babe? Yeah, absolutely. Now, we all can think of reasons if we wanted to. He don't preach long enough. He preaches too long. They don't sing long enough. They don't sing at all. They have music. They don't have music. They don't do this. They don't jump. They don't run. They don't that. It, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, no, no. Did God call me here? God places. You don't choose where you want to go. God chooses for you. Put that up. First Corinthians 12, 18. I'm done. See, 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 again. When we try to do it, we're looking for the people's choice. Yeah, what a popping church, Anna. What's good? What they doing over there? No, 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 no. I want God's anointed. See, and some are just like the girl who was going to the synagogue, uh, who was bent over a covenant child and was bound over and stayed bound until the anointing showed up. So you can go somewhere week in, week out, and everything be good, and you still leave spiritually malnourished because there's a, no anointing over there for you. I know who the voice is for my life, so there's no need for me to look for another. <laughs> Some time years ago, somebody was like, "Yeah, you, you." I don't know if what he was trying to say, but you, you uh, sounding like Bishop McClendon or one of have whatever idiotic comment he made, but it was a compliment to me. Well, I'm like, "Well, doggone, I'm sitting at the man's table. There ought to be something on me that resembles my father. I received that, sir." Are y'all here? Where do you think I got that from? <laughs> My father. <laughs> and that was way back when I was in school of ministry. But now, who? God has set the members. Each one of them. 
in the body, just as not as you pleased. See, when you really come from God, you'll drive an hour, two out, and it'll be like you just driving around the corner. Why? Because I know that's where he called me. Are y'all here? And see, where God places you, minister, that is who has the world spring of life for you. Yeah, he good over there. Yeah, she has a good word. Yeah, you, and you can go anywhere and get a good word, but I want a word that's tailored and fit for me. I want where there is an anointing for me. See, that's why you hear somebody sometimes, you're like, man, man, that's good, and they can articulate, and they can do this and do that, and you be like, wow. But you be like, huh. Didn't you hear your man guy? You be like, that, yeah, that's where it is. How about shit, kid? That I'm a... That's my man of God. He may not be as tall as somebody else. He may not be as short as your pastor. He may not be as suave as your pastor. But he has the anointing for me. See, that's what I, I want God's choice for me. And let, let me close with this. Listen, we have our eyes on everybody. And we know, Brother Red, we know when Red is ready. <laughs> Without even having to say anything, I got my eyes on you, son. I got my eyes on you, minister. Listen, let me, let me tell you why that. Because I can't stop nothing that God has for you, Vista. I can't stop that, Damien. But I know how to hear his voice and watch over his sheep. See, 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 when I'm called, see, I trust the God in him. That he would not allow me to get out here and fall on my face. And I would sit and be a student and humble myself until it's time for me to be sent. If I'm supposed to be sent. Are y'all here? Don't let the devil play with your mind like that. Are you here? Listen, <laughs> you're already great. You don't need me to be great. You are all, the moment the Lord laid his, the moment you came into the earth, you are already destined for greatness. Here. So, 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 so but, but what's happening, we got to get back to the basics. Let's learn how to be disciples first. And see, here's the thing. A disciple, Brother Moore, since they are learners of Jesus, they know his ways. They would do things orderly because he's not the guy, uh, all the confusion. They would do it his way because 
You know why I do it his way, man of God? Because I know his way. Are y'all here? Oh, this, I don't went way over my time. But what the church needs is more disciples. What we got are a bunch of rebels in the body of Christ. Hold on. Let, let me tell you what's growing in the kingdom. Not that there's always, there's always a remnant and they're, they're growing, but let, let me tell you what's growing. Egos are growing, but very little kingdom expansion. We see titles increasing. We see new, new prophets born every day, new apostles. We see, but we don't see disciples being made. Listen, if you humble yourself, you don't have to worry about asking to sit, where to sit. Jesus will elevate you. If you exalt yourself, you'll be humble. But if you will humble yourself, you'll be exalted. See, that's one of the first things you got to learn how to do is be humble as a student and sit and act and have the mindset that I can still learn more. Like I said, I figure myself to be a good, uh, 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 to be a good Bible student with all of the learning, but I'm learning even now, hmm, there's so much more room for growth. See, that's humility. And these classes are really humbling. <laughs> are you here? But what we need, beloved, are disciples. And once we learn how to disciple, the increase will take care of itself. Come on, let's give the Lord a shout of praise, a hand clap of praise. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.